0: Chugboat. I've never heard anything like that before. So good. Absolute beauty. I give it like a I give it like a nine. Like
1: if you did that original song on Idol, like Simon would be like, Oh, that was pretty good. No, I like that I like how you did that.
0: Uh, I think he would say, Oh, that was bloody terrible, but I'll sign you. Because he switches from English accents to whatever my accent is frequently. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, What are you you talking about? He's British. He's British. He's British. That's your British, really? Yeah, yeah. You you really like.
1: It's weird because you either like ignore the T completely, British, or you like just really hard on the T, like just British.
0: Well, I think that. It's more like the Cockney style to ignore the tea. I'm more of like, oh, mummy, where's my mittens? <laughs> Can I a kitten? I to button. Speaking <laughs> of Cockney, um, today's topic is jerks. Well, before we even get jerking it, uh, we should probably say that this is full on. Conversations with Cheese in the Tugboat. Conversations. But yeah, today uh, one of our listeners, uh, I don't know if he wants to be anonymous or not, and frankly I don't care, Phil, uh, requested on the message board that we talk about jerks. So uh, if you want to hear a specific topic, go on the message board. I don't check it very often, but, you know, that chance is always there. But Phil yeah, always wants to learn about... 100% of the shots you don't take. Ooh, that's Wayne Gretzky right there. Circa 1995.
1: Um, Clearly ripped that off from Michael Jordan, who did said that in, like, 1989.
0: Well, I think Gretzky probably said it first in 1984, so... Well... I think I, both of us I, are making these dates up. Uh, yeah, but still, they
1: said it at some time, right? It's on a poster. Okay, so he said it on a poster, and
0: I saw it in 96, okay? Wait, maybe Bo Jackson said it when they were filming Pro Stars, and then they both ripped it off. Yeah, Bo knows. That's probably where that comes from. (laughs) Bo knows quotes. Bo knows quotes, big time. And he knows career-ending hip injuries. Yeah, that was actually a pretty cool story uh,
1: just like how uh, it like came out or something and he put it back in which they say like no one has the strength whatsoever to be ever like able to do that ever so uh, either Bo is superhuman or he made the whole thing up
0: I vote for superhuman seeing how there was vast amounts of medical evidence showing what happened
1: Yeah. Also his like Insane athleticism.
0: Yeah, I guess there's that also. Yeah. So, jerks. Uh, them the jerk. Oh, put him out of the game. I forget. Some jerk Phil wants to learn about jerks today, so here we go down the jerk road. So, All right. what, what, what is a jerk? <laughs> jerk road. Um, sorry, <laughs> I'll get back on topic. Um
1: a jerk is defined as a dull or stupid person, um, or a person with unlikable or obnoxious qualities and behavior. Um, that would probably be the one that I see or would describe a jerk as. When I use the word jerk, I usually am saying an unlikable or obnoxious person. Um, not the dull or stupid, um, I don't know, I don't think that really applies anymore. I I think that's kind of like a dated
0: definition. Yeah, I think for me, sometimes I'll say, yeah, like this jerk over here, look at this jerk. Uh, That one can kind of go either way, but really what I'm leaning towards is the second one, the unlikable. I think that's more the socially accepted version of what we're talking.
1: Yeah, yeah, like early 90s sitcom. Like, oh, you're such a jerk,
0: or something like that. Uh, Imagine if they just subbed in the definitions and said, oh, you're such a dull or stupid person. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's good Ah. TV.
1: And um, I think it might be one of those things where it's like not all dull and stupid people are jerks, yet all jerks are potentially dull or stupid. Uh, You can have some pretty
0: smart jerks. Some dull and stupid people are just dullards. That's, dullards. That word yeah. pretty much slipped away from our vernacular. Um, you I know what stupid. else? In in my I vast mind. amounts of research, too, I found out that a jerk is a physics term. It means the rate of change in acceleration with respect to time has been changed. So a sudden jerk in the car's engine caused it to go forward. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Physics, that's not really my thing. That's more Marty's deal. And, (laughs) uh, you know, he's starting to freak me out recently. Starting to travel time, and he's really getting his physics on. It's horrifying.
1: So is he being a jerk, not really respecting the fact that you
0: get really, like,
1: freaked out, or...?
0: Well, I wouldn't say I get freaked out by time travel, just mentally erect, but, uh, you know, he's sending messages from the past all the time on BBM and he's, uh, talking about moving time ahead an hour and stuff like that. Like last Saturday, he tried to shift the whole world into a different hour. It was, I it was uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you're complaining. Like we all got an extra hour of sleep. So frankly, I'm quite happy that Marty invented that. Did great. we? Did we all get an hour of sleep? Cause from where oh, I'm sitting, I had to wake up earlier and go to my job. Yeah, well, that's
1: just that's that's your problem. Then um, you're not considering other people. So frankly, that's a jerk move uh, by insulting it, Marty there.
0: I think it does uh, make me a bit of a jerk.
1: You're just a lowly pea in a pod full of
0: sleeping people. But I mean what kind of jerk am i if i'm doing that like i know i'm a jerk but my specific jerk like what kind of jerks are there
1: that's an excellent question tugboat because i have a nice <laughs> list of seven common types of jerks
0: what is there only seven jerks
1: no there's probably potential for more but they are less common and have yet to be defined so all you young researchers out there if you want to uh, enter a burgeoning field um, in the social sciences, there is plenty of room to analyze and observe jerks in their common habitat and uh, decipher some new types, maybe some subgroups.
0: So I think I think the real, the jerk family that we're going to dig into a little bit today is probably the common jerk, and then these are the different species of the common jerk. So yeah. who's the common? neither. I don't know, I think the common jerk is probably akin to the common idiot. Oh, so you're going back
1: to the original de- definition of a dull or stupid person.
0: Uh, I think it, it has to be applicable. I mean, that's the definition that comes up second. The first definition, <laughs> of course, is the physics one. Yes. But I think the real, I think what everyone's sitting there just begging us to talk about when in respect to jerks, is the kind of jerks that happen below the equator, if you know what I mean. Masturbating. You do know what I mean. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what you meant. J-O, jerking off. So I yeah, think... Spell it. spell it out for the folks at home. Well, I don't want to spell out the activity. I mean, spoiler alert, there might be some young listeners that haven't discovered what jerking off is, and really I don't want to, you know spoil it for them or potentially get them into it too quickly because I mean that could cause some real problems.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a sort of discover your own pace kind of thing.
0: It's like choose your own adventure but with your dick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get people going too early and create some kind of sexual deviant like Darren Detision. Rumoredly. Uh, rumoredly.
1: I don't get that it exists.
0: Yeah, because you don't have TV and probably haven't watched SportsCenter in the last 15 years.
1: Nice. So that, this this first one that you have down, I actually think I'm going to leave it for last because I think it's the most sort of... Um, this is what's left for researchers to figure out. So so one we have here, we have a, a jock jerk. Um, so this is a very self-confident um, better-than-you jerk and... Uh, so this is sort of like a, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm stronger or smarter or better than you and I am going to solve all my problems with confronting you and trying to make you feel small.
0: Yeah, I think I think we've seen this jerk uh, predominantly, the kind of your typical frat boy type of jerk. Uh, one situation pops to mind where we were at a local bar in the Guelph vicinity and some guys who were... Obviously, much bigger than us uh, allegedly on the wrestling team according to tra- time traveler Marty but I don't know maybe <laughs> he traveled back in time and they were wrestlers before or in the future I don't who knows but uh, they wanted to have a little confrontation with our friend Old Boots hey Boots and uh, they just wanted to solve all the problems by smashing him to pieces and uh, that's kind of the jerk I think of when I'm thinking of the jock jerk what do, you yeah. think, what, what do you think when you think jock-jerk? Yeah, well,
1: I think uh, it probably goes back to, it's kind of close to what, like, a bully would be, I would think, and just sort of, um, just like with the wedgies or, like, you're carrying your uh, lunch on a lunch tray in the lunchroom and they smash it on the ground for no reason or just kind of, like, steal stuff off your lunch tray um, and be like, yeah, I need protein for my sports. Sports. and chug, chug, chug all your chocolate milk because the commercials are like, yeah, this is great for recovery after being working out. And, uh, I, I don't know. I think that's what I see as, like, a jock-jerk kind of being. And, um, I, I don't know. I, that, that's just that's what I what I see it as. Um, when we talk about it, like, in the form of, uh, like, I guess, masturbating or something, uh... I think the jock jerk is just sort of like where you're like intentionally like flexing all your muscles while you're doing it just to show like how huge you are and I don't know make you feel better than other people.
0: I can say then that I'm probably not a jock jerk. I try not to flex my muscles. I try to just lie as still as possible and not move and just murmur if I'm in pain. That's that, the um. That's how I jerk off. Not have intercourse. That's the rig,
1: the rigor mortis jerk.
0: Yep, rigor jerk. Mm. It's kind of jerk, I guess. I guess. Uh, um, yeah. Go, go ahead. No, I've just I've never
1: uh, been the uh, first hand. Ah, uh, that's funny. Um, first hand experiences.
0: <laughs> with, <laughs> Do you prefer uh, second hand jerks.
1: Uh, that's like when my one hand gets really tired
0: or you're working on some kind of stranger move yeah i have to like pass it down to my less experienced hand <laughs> or you're just training that hand <laughs> yeah now's your time to shine second hand
1: yeah yeah putting it through some 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 hardcore intense drills um Ew. but that's the jock jerk um and then there's this uh, the unaware jerk. Ugh. I uh.
0: I think those, that's the most frustrating kind of jerk.
1: Yeah, so like a jerk who has like no idea that they're being a jerk. They don't see, like understand or like are aware of people around them. Um, they don't understand that other people have like other feelings and stuff.
0: Yeah, I think it's and a real a severe lack of empathy builds these jerks.
1: He's, like a, like, a real, like, self-centered jerk.
0: Yeah. Stupid jerk. <laughs> um, they don't necessarily have to be stupid. They can be very smart, but just, like, really, really poor. Yeah, I, f- being I find so that oftentimes that people that are unaware or kind of naive of the situation, I kind of equate that to being kind of stupid if you're not smart enough to see what's going on and have a little bit of empathy to other people's feelings you're, you're dumb whether socially or intelligence wise street smarts? I, I, don't, know. I don't know I'd do say it'd probably be like a little bit more social uh, and some people actually like do like uh, it's going to bring in some science in here there's things in your
1: brain uh, that like allow yeah that's the science of it there's stuff in your brain
0: yeah, um, you should work for Chevy I
1: know right uh, everybody knows it ain't just stuff brain um, the, the, yeah there's just there's stuff that, that we have uh, in our brain like one is like mirror neurons so that's like the ability to um see someone doing something and then being able to mimic it yourself or being able to kind of understand it Um. and then there's also sort of like a lot of stuff set up for, for empathy so that you can kind of understand that other people have their own inner workings and own inner thoughts and the fact that you can kind of perceive that in other people is like a really big sign of intelligence and kind of a necessity for, for living a pretty successful life because uh, you can't really change problems if you are completely unaware that they're even a problem to begin with
0: there's the root of it right there the jerk root the yeah.
1: dirt root um, so yeah like in this case, uh, these jerks aren't the easiest to uh, to talk to or kind of bring up. Because if you're unaware, too, if you bring it up to them, it can be like a really hardcore sense of denial. And then they'll just ramp up the jerk to try and prove that they're not a jerk.
0: But by doing so, they exemplify the exact definition of a jerk and just keep digging a deeper jerk hole. Yeah, I think a real example of this kind of jerk is... When you hear about girls, you know, the cattiness and cutting each other down to try and make themselves feel better, they don't really realize they're doing it. Sometimes they're like, oh, did you see Becky's dress? Ugh, what a pig. And then somebody says, uh, actually, I thought Becky's dress was pretty nice. That's a bitchy thing to say. I'm I'm not bitchy. You're a bitch. And then they go to the next girl and say, oh, do you know what Kathy just said? She called me a bitch. What a total bitch, right?
1: Yeah, just because I said that Becky's dress made her look like a pig.
0: Yeah, you believe that's, that? that's things that girls say, probably, right?
1: You're hoping that like they're kind of like almost like jerk recruiting and trying to get people to hop up on the jerk train?
0: That's exactly what they do, right before they have naked panty tickle fights, right?
1: Yeah, so if you were to define the jerk train...
0: Going, that's down a real jerk road that I don't want to follow you down.
1: Yeah, I'm never going to listen to the song Locomotion the same again.
0: Oh no, now you've ruined it.
1: <laughs> Do the locomotion with me. No, never. Basically, I'm picturing that whole like, was it like the, the centipede movie or something that just was jerking?
0: Yeah, like 14 or 15 people lined up doing reach arounds. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so, let's just let's just pause for a minute so everyone could just picture that. <laughs> you got tall dudes, short dudes, black dudes, white dudes, Asian dudes.
1: <laughs> because it has to be dudes? Girls can get jerked too. Yeah, it's, true. Just, it's it's the uh, changing. As long as you're changing acceleration with respect to time. Yeah. I mean.
0: Yeah, it's all, it's all legit jerking, you know? Yeah. I was, I was going to bring it to a... Well, is the D2F uh, going to be equivalent for most of these people, or are we going to have some real some problems reaching? Is, is girth going to be an issue?
1: I don't know. I you're probably describing more like a DTJ. <laughs> oh, that's you know, fine. It's not like a DJ or an HJ. It's like a... Yeah. DTJ.
0: Uh, well, I thought... D2F is the dick-to-floor measurement. I thought that was scientifically <laughs> accepted. Uh, no. <laughs> You're thinking of the like, metric <laughs> d Oh, okay, okay, we're talking imperial. We're, talk, we're talking American. Um, <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you really need to find out.
1: <laughs> yeah, just Google, just Google that. Um... <laughs> The, the next the next jerk is actually like um, probably like the the they're like really hard to to peg and really hard to discover or kind of figure out because they're the uh, the inconsistent jerk
0: yeah, so these are jerks that really only jerk up or off when they're triggered by something so I don't know if it's stress or uh, lack of sleep when they get hungry there's a, yeah. a girl at work that when she doesn't eat right at twelve. She starts to get super angry, which for me is hilarious to make that happen. But uh, I guess for everyone else around her, it's kind of stressful, and people are like, "Why are you being so mean?" I haven't had my sandwich. I need my chips. Gotta get them chips.
1: <laughs> oh man. Um, so these are people who like just jerk when they when they're triggered.
0: Yeah, I think so. Or, they, or they're just not a jerk, and they're super nice, and then they get two glasses of wine into them, and then ba-bam! They jerk. Yeah, so,
1: like everyone inherently has some pent-up jerk inside them, and for the most part, they're able to stuff that jerk down or conceal the jerk, and then when stress or alcohol gets involved, and like, the, it's like the jerk's time to
0: shine. Yeah, you got to keep your jerk in check, you know, and then you can't let your jerk be jumping out and jerking everywhere.
1: Yeah, you can't just be like jerking off all the time, like just.
0: Some people have that issue where they just they can't stop it, and it just, or they get into a physical state of being where all of a sudden they just need to jerk.
1: Yeah, like if they get rubbed the wrong way.
0: Yeah, exactly, and then they got to right that wrong by jerking off.
1: Now, I think, um, when you have an example of sort of like a, a a
0: backstabber, yeah, so I'm thinking of somebody at work that, you know, they're nice, everyone, they're pleasant to everyone, and then all of a sudden there's a job and they really want it, or really need it, and, you know, everyone's kind of applying, there's three or four people, and they start like, bad-mouthing you and being a huge jerk about it, and... Tricking you and lying to you, basically an episode of workaholics all over the place, and uh, just to try and get the job. So they're they're inherently awesome, but they got triggered by this little competitive job scenario, and then they're just jerking it all over the office.
1: So that kind of ties back into a bit of a like good jock jerk thing there. Like if you have like a competition that's being, you know, put in place, and that can really unleash some some jerk.
0: Competition.
1: Competition. Which I mean is inherently kind of good. It helps you to strive forward and create some pretty awesome things, but, you know, there's a lot of jerking going on in the process.
0: Yeah, some people get, like, jerked right under you, just trampled by your jerk.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And does, like, the, the, the end justify the means, you
0: know? Is the juice worth the squeeze, you know? Oh, that's way grosser um, than I meant it to be. <laughs> ew, ew, <laughs> <laughs> Um, I
1: think, uh, uh, like, when it comes to the whole, like, the other meaning of it with, like, the inconsistent jerk of jerking off or whatever, I think, like, that's, like, a pretty good move. Like, if you're just kind of going at, like, a, a normal pace or a consistent thing and then you start switching it up, it just adds, like, a whole new avenue, a new flavor of,
0: uh, so, maybe not flavor. Actually, a pretty close. Really, I was really getting scared there. But what, you're sitting around, it's Saturday, you're home alone, your fiance's gone to Toronto or whatever. Sitting around, you just start to absently mind it, jerking it, being an unaware jerk. And then you're like, oh, oh, wait, oh. And then you stop. And then, you know, the absence of being a jerk, you're like, oh, man, I really crave that flavor of being a jerk. And you start jerking again. And then. Kind of the phone rings and then you stop, hopefully, and then, you know, you go again after you hang up the phone, just inconsistently uh, jerking it around. Yeah, and then your dick starts getting real upset with you because you're being a jerk. It's like, what are you doing, jerk? Oh,
1: oh first you want to, and then you don't, and you just like, make up your mind, it doesn't take that long.
0: Up, down, up, down, come on.
1: Um,
0: how would you describe a backstabber jerk? Uh, just shut up. That's what I did. Somebody that's inconsistently a jerk. They're nice and then they no, stab, no, no, stab no, you in the back. Oh, to, uh, in the other sense. Perverted sense. I don't, don't even know how you would do that. I'm picturing someone kind of hunched over and someone else poking them like between the shoulder blades with their dick. No. stabbing uh, them in the back that's, that's too literal that's not
1: so like the very literal like a dick dick
0: backstabbing yeah or jerk you'd have to have some kind of jerk mm. like those people that can make their shoulder blades touch to get in there that's that's not really a jerk though that's more banging someone's shoulder blades which I'm sure there's a video of that out there somewhere
1: yeah I see that more like someone sort of like um you know how you like sometimes you like someone, like, kind of pokes you in the back or whatever and you have this really, like, weird reaction to kind of thrust forward a bit. Like, if they get you in the, like, a... Like, I don't know, like, if you have, like, your knuckle and you stick it in someone's back, they don't like it because it creates all kinds of spasms and stuff.
0: Yeah, a jerk so you, move.
1: You go forward, but then if somebody's there doing, like, a reach around and it's just kind of, like, back stabbing into the into the full jerk.
0: I don't follow you, but I like the effort. Okay. I, my Moving instinct, on. My instinct when poked in the back is usually just to spin around and hit somebody, but I don't know, maybe that makes me a jerk.
1: Well, that makes you very, uh, you like to, to confront things, which we will get into later. Um, next one on the list we have is the internet jerk.
0: Easily the most prevalent of the jerks.
1: Oh, definitely, especially in the latter form that we've been discussing. <laughs> Um,
0: yeah, probably every guy ever on the planet.
1: Yeah. And even in the, even in the former sense, like, so many people on, like, YouTube or Facebook have, like, some pretty strong opinions over things that really don't need to have that strong of an opinion, like, oh, made banana bread today, oh, I fucking hate banana bread.
0: And just because you put, like, chocolate chips into your peanut butter sandwich does not make you Hitler.
1: Doesn't. Yeah,
0: you know, I heard Hitler really liked uh, chocolate chips and his peanut butter. You're Hitler. Oh man, you took the bananas out of your banana and peanut butter sandwich. What are you trying to eliminate? Bananas, like Hitler tried to eliminate the Jews. Ugh, you're the worst. I hate Whoa. you. What you guys? Whoa. You guys don't get comments like that on your social media.
1: I don't know. I don't think I've ever, like, had an opinion or put out something that, like, really stirs up controversy, um, like peanut butter and chocolate chips or
0: wow. and peanut
1: butter sandwiches. It seems peanut butter is a common denominator in most of these things that really triggers people to rank
0: up the jerk. Yeah, in my experience, it's the only thing that gets people going, other than, <laughs> uh-oh, impromptu tales from the tugboat. <laughs> Last year, year, the Big T on Twitter made a fairly innocent remark about the Boston Marathon bombing around the World Series time and received at least 30 death threats, assumably from people from New England. Uh, They jumped all over it and got retweeted by some idiot account, like some fake account that has... 40,000 followers, and I probably a good bulk of those people gave him just angry messages, so he apologized, and even more people wanted to kill him. They started posting his personal information and uh, mentioning that he has kids, which, of course, I am one of those kids, so I got riled up. I wanted to look up who these jerks were, find these internet jerks, but... Poor Big T, he had to give up Twitter for like eight months because he was too scared to go back. He thought he would get murdered.
1: Yeah, so like you're saying that because you initial jerk response made uh, your dad or made the Big T sort of retracted statement, which created more uh, jerks to jump on board. And then you kind of got riled up and wanted to start.
0: I was ready to start jerking all over those guys.
1: Like you came full circle, though, right?
0: Yeah. Like a, like a circle jerk. It's like a full circle jerk. I think we completed the circle.
1: <laughs> Ew. Hilarious. Was the comment like like a a comedic comment on the the, the Boston thing, or was it just sort of like all oh, hearts go out to?
0: No, it was the it was a bit like a, a mild jerk comment. He said. Well, Boston won game one against St. Louis, but we'll give them that one because they had a rough spring and uh, uh, people just ate him alive for it. Oh, yeah. So he, yeah didn't, they would, for he, sure. he didn't say anything like, oh, man, I hope Boston loses the rest of the games, just like they lost all those lives during the marathon or something like completely <clears throat> obscene like that. He just said, oh, they had a tough time and just brought it up. so Yeah. People just said, I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to kill your family, and I'm going to burn your work down in case you like your work. Yeah, so it's
1: just like tons of lives are lost, and then someone makes a comment trying to lighten the mood sever a little bit, and then people just start wanting to create more murders.
0: Yeah. Cause that's, yeah. Because that's a natural human response is, oh, you yeah. mentioned something that was hurtful to me? I'm going to murder you. Yeah, and
1: you're all protected by the safety between, like, the whole internet separation thing. Yeah. Um, you're just but at I did the read... Uh, I read something recently about the whole, like, retracting statements and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was that, like, people really, really hate when people of authority kind of go back on their word because it sort of undermines their authority. So that's, like, a typical like response where someone says something and then everybody starts critiquing it so then you give into it and then people get like even more scared because it's like what oh he's not even sure oh crap he's supposed to be the smart one on this and then they just start like
0: losing it like when that that's probably what happened when politics jerk dalton mcginty ruined our lives with the hydro business and then said sorry it didn't work out like i planned uh, in lighter news, I'm retiring and disappearing to America. So, good luck with this crisis I've started, and, uh, you know, have fun. Peace yep. out. Jerk.
1: Yeah, like, that's, that's, like, yeah, that's basically what happens, and that, that really doesn't load a lot of confidence into that person again. But, on the other hand, when you admit that you've been wrong and you're honest about it, usually that, like, gets you respect. So, it's kind of a weird a double standard, or not a double standard, but, you know, kind of, like, splitting hairs. Like, it can go teeter-totter. It's either you do it and it gets you a bunch of respect, and then the other way, it, like, loses all
0: respect that you've ever had forever, so. Well, then you get guys like the Tugboat that it loses respect because you look at them and say, is this sincere, or is this some kind of manufactured attempt to gain my respect back? And I just think that there's too many of them now. They're like, okay, I screwed up. I'll just go on the air and say I'm sorry and everyone will forgive me and then I'll just go back to banging horrors in hotel rooms or whatever it is that you did.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, I, I do think that's true. Like I think a lot of, like any publicist will say, it's like, you know, your options are to kind of cover it up and deny, deny, deny or your other option is to come clean and then people will start to kind of like you. It's like, eh, it's just, you're human, you make errors and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, people kind of, forget the initial discretion and they don't get punished
0: at all. It's Like Lance ridiculous. Armstrong. But even if they do forgive and forget, I mean, the attention span of the public mass is like a couple of weeks or months. Like this whole uh, CBC radio host debacle, which I don't really want to talk about, but yeah, uh, in a month or two months, pff, that'll be forgotten. No one will even remember who he was. He'll be gone. Even his, like, prestigious... Followers, uh, loyal dudes and dudettes. We'll forget. In a year, two years, it'll be over. Gone. Toilet. Yep. Jerk.
1: Yeah. Yep. Another one gone. Um, which kind of brings to uh, the next one, which is this uh, inconsiderate jerk, which I actually feel kind of ties in quite strongly to the unaware jerk.
0: Yeah, yeah. Agreed. It's like
1: other people which is sort of empathy which is kind of
0: unaware but um oh, I think I think these people are probably a little bit aware they just don't care at the time and then later they're like eh, maybe I shouldn't have cut into line uh, all those people they have lives too how I live my life
1: yeah so it's just like oh I'm gonna jump in like skip in line at the bank um because I need to get my banking done you know people will probably be pissed but I really need to get this done and I'm more important than other people so they can just
0: suck it yeah same on the road people that cut you off inconsiderate pricks that just want to get and jerk right in front of you
1: learn how to drive standard What up? Woo, woo, woo. Uh, which is essentially like jerking off your car just so you know but anyways um the uh thing with uh driving there is just like there's those times where it like reduces to one lane and there's tons of people in line in the appropriate lane that they're supposed to be in but then people just kind of like go yep. in the
0: other lane to like
1: jump up to the
0: one jerk that just drives right to the very end and then tries to get in, and then everyone else that was dutifully where they belonged have to stop yeah. and let this jerk in. Those people, you should be allowed to carry a knife with a blade no more than three inches, and you should be allowed to stab them once in the thigh for every person they go by. Oh, I was gonna say fire
1: because that just kind of makes them immobile. But I guess yeah, you want to stab them in the leg? That's fine too.
0: They'll remember. They'll remember. <laughs>
1: this is a jerk move I know what I'm doing here and I don't care because I'm gonna get in the line and that's that's what everybody knows in the back of their mind is that if they do that people will be upset but they're in their car what are they gonna do and I'm gonna get to my destination a minute before I thought I would
0: either that or there's a straight-up sociopath that just is on the border of a murderous rampage
1: Yeah, so, like, while he's in that other, like, short lane trying to squeeze in, he's just, like, laughing like an evil, murderous villain.
0: That's what I'm assuming is going on in their car. Or they're just yelling at the top of their lungs because they're terrified of driving. I think we all know what kind of people do that.
1: And then he would use the first definition of the jerk and be like,
0: Look at all these stupid
1: jerks waiting in line while I'm right up at the front, idiots.
0: I win. I'm not dull or stupid. (laughs) Ha 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 Time travel. Ah. But, yeah. uh, That's
1: intelligence versus social, which is our next one, is the socially awkward jerk. Yeah. And this, again, kind of goes along the lines of unaware, and it's just sort of like they're not great at social settings and don't quite understand social protocol. Like, um...
0: I don't know, like, let's say... Maybe they don't know that they have to wait in line, so they just walk up to the counter of a cafe and say, uh, I want a coffee. And then they're like, um, yeah, back of the line there, Chico.
1: Yeah. Which is interesting, because that could, like, even... A little subgroup of this could be, like, a cultural jerk, where they're just kind of unaware of what sort of social customs are within a different culture, and kind of make a, a mistake
0: you know, unawares. And yeah, then, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. going gonna, gonna to level with you here. I'm, I have been this jerk before. I have, uh, out for dinner with a group of people and, uh, my food came out first and, you know, I, I, I like eating. So, uh, I just voraciously tore, started tearing into my food before the rest came and someone said, Hey, you're supposed to wait. And I re-looked around, and everybody else at the table was sitting with their knife and fork on the table, quietly, probably hands clasped in their laps, staring off into the distance. And then when all the food came, they tore into their food. So I ate really hard and then had to stop. It was rather embarrassing, the whole episode. Yeah, yeah, that's an inconsistent... Uh, yeah, just being yeah. a socially awkward jerk. I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to be... Eating, so I just came off as a big jerk in front of everybody. Everyone probably was looking at you like, just this, this savage, this... Or, no, this. they were all purposely looking away, trying not to make eye contact, like another different kind of socially awkward jerk, like if someone's jerking it on a bus or something, you don't look that person in the eye. You're, this is not an uh, alpha male test.
1: Yeah, sort of like that confrontation versus, okay, let's seclude this person and not involve him in our conversations because he doesn't fit in because he's just mowing down when he's
0: not supposed to let's shame him into stop eating okay let's what's the last the last jerk of your seven jerks
1: um, I wanted to do with this one so this is like the, the jerk for no good reason so this is just like this disorganized jerk that you have no idea like why they're being a jerk to you they're just they're just that type of a person who just, I don't know, stirs stuff up. Okay. Or, like, you know, comes from, like, really good experiences and just for whatever reason decides to be a jerk. I don't know.
0: Like a, like some kind of alpha gone wrong. How do you mean? Well, they're like the alpha male, just better than everybody, and they're, so they're just a jerk about it. And you don't know understand why they're being a jerk. Ah. Uh,
1: sort of like they, they were successful or something like early in life and realize that they can get what they want by being a jerk. So they just kinda of be a jerk to everybody.
0: Well I think we really need to dive into how do these jerks get made? Like what makes a person a jerk? How do they get to this jerk level?
1: Uh dehydrator? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
1: jerky. Uh um how do jerks get made? Well you can always go uh if you look at a bio psychosocial model, um, biologically, is this something that's like genetic, like passed down from? For like you have a uh, uh, an increased likelihood that you will become a jerk provided you put yourself in a social environment that breeds this jerkiness. Um, or yeah, socially, you got you get yourself into a circle where like you're like uh, around a bunch of the jock jerks or a bunch of the bullies and you just kind of realize that you can get what you want by being a jerk so you just turn up the jerk and then you realize later in life that being a jerk, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely and you kind of get into a situation where being a jerk isn't good and you get in a whole bunch of trouble. Um, but does that stop you? I don't know. It's
0: hard to say. Knock up your girlfriend, get in a car accident, who knows?
1: Yeah then the other thing too could be like some sort of thing that goes wrong with your uh, with your brain somewhere along the line like uh, you know you get a, a concussion or several concussions or you start growing a tumor and uh, not that a tumor presses up on your amygdala which makes you increase susceptibility to getting like angry and just being mean to people um, which can happen uh, apparently there is like some guy Uh, I think this is like, way back in probably in the 70s or something, and he was at a college or university, and he, like, shot off a bunch of people, like, just went up on this bell tower and just sniped a bunch of people. And he had been writing in his journal, like, about, you know, how he was having all these urges to, like, kill people and blah, blah, blah. And it was sort of, like, it was one of those, like, murder-suicide things. He shot a bunch of people and then he killed himself. Um, And it turned out on the autopsy that he had this gigantic tumor in his brain, again, like, pressing up on his amygdala. So he had this tumor that completely changed his personality.
0: I've I've heard of that in in different things. I think there was an episode of House where that happened.
1: Yeah, and there's, like, like all those, it's now happening with all the, like, NHL and uh, NFL athletes who have had histories of concussions and starting to realize, like, in their 40s and 50s, they start going on these, like, really weird, like, murderous rampages or get really violent or something, and they don't really know why.
0: Or during their careers. Woo! NFL trouble! Woo! So, Um. so, okay, so those kind of jerks, the ones that have their personality altered by tumors or traumas, obviously they can be repaired, you know, you kind of repair the area, you remove the tumor, etc. What about those those inherited jerks like the the ones that grow up in a setting where their parents are jerks and their siblings are jerks can you rehabilitate those people and more or less teach them empathy and teach them not to be a jerk say whoa t- turn down the jerk jerk yeah well i am uh i guess like inherently optimistic towards these things like i believe everybody within like the right circumstances
1: and uh the right type of help can be able to rehabilitate or repair uh, what has been uh, perpetuated. I mean, like, various ex- like a could seem like a really little change, but it can make big differences in the person's life. Um, but yeah, I think you just, you need, let's say you lack certain social skills. So like, I don't know, not to say that you lack them, but just say that situation where you started eating before everybody else is, uh, you know, uh, you have to wait for everybody to start eating before you start eating. That's something probably when you like were growing up, you were with your family and you just started eating whenever you felt like it. And then you get in that situation and it's like, oh, man, this isn't how everybody else is. So you just kind of like learn what's generally socially acceptable. So you pick up some social skills there. Um, thinking of like empathy training, um, you can really get people to focus on like people's facial expressions and things like that um, to kind of teach them what each of them means. Um, And then, I don't know, yeah, just like you, you got to pick up some of those skills and you got to take a look at, you got to become aware of the fact that you're a jerk and when you're being a jerk, and then you can kind of look at ways to do it differently.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I would concur. Yeah. That. You can, and there, you can there, there's it. a way back that you can come back from it. What yeah, about, uh, so, you know, people, until people realize that they're jerks, they're still going to be jerks, and they're just going to be jerking around everywhere. How do you deal yep. with those people? Do you, do you avoid them? Do you confront them and say, excuse me, sir, you're being a jerk right now? <laughs> um, I don't know.
1: Basically, how I live my life is, is very, like, um, you got to weigh the pros and cons and, like, what your responsibility level is. Um, like if this is kind of just a, a random jerk that's just, you know, doesn't really affect me a whole lot or whatever, you know, I just kind of avoid that situation and just let them continue because there's really only so much you can do in a situation. Um, but then there's sometimes there's like these jerks that really, uh, you know, like they hit the core or something, or you feel like you're definitely in a position where you need to, to tell them they're being a jerk. Um. And then I think, like, if you're, like, really close to someone, so let's say one of your, like, really, really good friends is being a jerk, um, you should be good enough friends to be able to kind of be, like, take them aside and be like, hey, man,
0: what's, what's going on? Why are you being, like, such a jerk? Why are well, you jerking out? Just jerk in. Yeah.
1: And I'm not sure if there's, like, a difference for, like, your men and your, your, your male and your female friends and how to, like, deal with when they're being kind of a jerk. Um, I don't know. You have any suggestions
0: there about? Well, I I have an example of a time I dealt with a jerk. We had a guy that lived on our floor, in university in first year, who just referred to himself as Big Mike, and he was just brash and a jerk. He was just a full-on jerk. He was tried to be a jock jerk. He was often unaware that he was being a jerk. He was a completely socially awkward jerk, but. uh, when we, we would hear him come home, and we would quietly close our door and lock it, and then just sit quietly, and he would come and bang on our door, and we'd be like, Hey guys!
1: Want to hang out? What's going on? I know you're in there!
0: And banging on the door, like, incessantly and loud and rude, like, you know, causing a disturbance for the other people, like Henron. And uh, yeah. we would just look at each other quietly and just not not move... And then uh, we would try and sneak Mike Ward in when he wanted to come into our room so that big Mike didn't notice. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was real real avoidance techniques for that jerk. Yeah, and did it work? Well, we didn't have to deal with his jerkness, and then once we finished first year, we only saw him, like, twice more in our lives, which was friggin' great. Yeah.
1: Again, would you ever do it differently like confront
0: the guy well considering we were on the floor with the RA the RA confronted him on multiple occasions saying hey you're being a jerk no one likes when you come and bang on their door like a jerk stop being a jerk and he would just be like ha, whatever idiot ha, you're such a stupid dummy and then go in his room and then just like jerk right up yeah yeah so
1: it's kind of like that I talked a little bit about earlier with that denial, like when you tell someone they're a jerk and they're not prepared to hear that they're a jerk, or if they've been a jerk their whole life and then they finally get told they're a jerk, and they're like, what? No, you're a jerk. Yeah,
0: he he didn't get that he was a huge jerk.
1: Yeah. Maybe he just didn't know how to not be a jerk.
0: Well, let's just say if he's going to be a jerk like that, there's not going to be a lot of jerking in his future, unless it's his own. Woo! (laughs) High five.
1: I think, think, you know, what we usually have in the sort of uh, therapy biz there for the confrontation is using a lot of I statements. So it's just sort of like, it's like, you are always a jerk and nobody likes you. You got to change it to like, I feel upset when you're doing these specific things. So when you're banging, I feel upset when you're banging on the door. I'm trying to sleep, and it's annoying. And then they can be like, oh, man, I didn't know it made you feel that way.
0: No, with him it would be, oh, why are you sleeping, you pussy? I feel hurt
1: that you are calling me a vagina, but I don't really understand how that's an insult.
0: He would would just, he needs multiple hours of therapeutic release. Yeah. He just needs to jerk down until he releases it.
1: Yeah. Or even in those jock jerk settings, it's kind of like that. What is it? Like the alpha male kind of thing? Like, that's the type of guy who probably needs to just get beat up really bad.
0: Yeah, he definitely needed me to punch his face in. But he did get beat up a couple of times, and it didn't deter his jerkness, nor was he an athlete of any kind. He just was a jerk. His skill yeah. set was being a jerk. Yeah. Okay, well, I think we've exhausted our jerk talk. I mean, I'm all jerked out for now. Uh, yeah. We're getting to a time that we need to move to the next segment of the podcast, which is the long-awaited, ever-popular, Grilling Cheese.
1: Fizzle, sizzle, 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 sizzle.
0: <laughs> so today, cheese... You geez, get some sounds in there. Well, we don't have the budget to... Get any real noises, so we just do it ourselves. You like to do it yourself. Um, today, I'd like to ask you about lenses for f- viewing the world. So, Could you allow that, please? Of course, I can. So, people often will see the world through a, a certain perspective. Uh, some people, pessimists, for example, will look at the negative in everything. And positive people will look for the kind of positive aspects, the silver linings of things. You have, you know, the comedians of the world will just look for humor and everything. And you have people that really appreciate beauty and they can find even like a burning baby to be a beautiful thing. Um, So depending on what lens you view the world through, I think it really defines... Kind of who you are. Would you agree with that statement? Um, yeah, I think everybody has uh, their own their own
1: lens for viewing the world. I don't know if uh, burning baby is probably like the best reference you could use. Uh, <laughs> in in the improv game, we have a game called New Choice. I'm I'm going to call New Choice on that. What what else could you find beautiful that's maybe
0: not so beautiful? A dog that got hit by a car. New choice. Uh, you, I'm guessing you're looking for a choice that's less death and sad.
1: Uh, well, we did cover that extensively in our death, ever popular death and and whatever podcast, which is
0: awesome. You should check it out. I think that's number eleven. Is that eleven? Eleven. It's on the internet. They'll find it. Um, how about Detroit? how about a, an old factory from the '20s that has collapsed. And has the sun, sun shining through it from behind.
1: Yeah, because it just kind of speaks to, like, you know, it had its day and it, and it supported a lot of uh, people, but now it's kind of lost its function, um, but it's still kind of, like, beautiful and it maybe creates some space to make something that's, like, new and beautiful, like a starting over, like, uh, the end of industrialization and the beginning of just sort of creativity and
0: striving I don't know. But then you, like have, then you have the pessimist that looks at it and sees a building that was forgotten by the people and collapsed when it supported people through their tough times. Or you look at it with a comedian lens and say, ha, that's awesome. That building collapsed. <laughs> so, uh, so can you. So, it, 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 I wouldn't say it defines you as a person, but it definitely influences who you become, what lens you look through the world through. Would you say that? your kind of surroundings and and influences growing up influences what lens you start to look at the world through?
1: It really, really does. Like, probably way more than you'd expect. I think, like, the biggest one that's kind of a weird mind deal is that a lot of these things uh, get ingrained into you, like, really early in life, like, within your first, like, five or six years. And that's sort of based on picking up the environment that you live in and also how you view the world, like how they handle things, um, which is why it's kind of good to have like a lot of different family members in your life because then you get tons of different perspectives and you can kind of like pick and choose which ones you really like or which ones you think are the best. Um, but a lot of that stuff when you get older operates really super unconsciously, Um I don't know, I think there was, like, a, a really cool study about uh, racism where it was, like, um, to, like, pick up people's unconscious racist tendencies. So you would have um, these words pop up on a screen and uh, you would try to, you'd press, like, a button if you felt like they went together or if they didn't go together and all this kind of stuff. And uh, they figured that if you primed something like, um, like, Uh, something like black people and crime then people would tap it really fast but then also say on a piece of paper which is like a self-report questionnaire that they're not uh, they don't have any different values or or they're not basically they say they're not racist but then the computer shows that they do have racial biases Um, so then you can become aware of that and then you can go out there and learn more about the culture and uh, become less racist
0: so you say that it happens unconsciously as you become an adult. Can you consciously yeah. change the lens that you look at the world through?
1: Yeah, again, like you would either have an experience that hits you really hard. So let's say you have like a really good friend who's from a different culture uh, that like you befriend and um, let's say you had all these like super horrible things to say about them based on your like grandparents being you know old school and super racist. And uh, you're like, whoa, their race isn't like that at all. So they can either choose to have like a new view of the world or they can just be like, oh, that whole race is terrible, but this person's cool, I'll be friends with them. Um, or you can reject them, them altogether. But yeah, you can definitely change through experiences that you have or uh, through getting some, some learning into the noggin.
0: Would, would you say it's possible for a, a triggered change in your lens to be something along the lines of one of your influencers as a child, say a teacher or a sports coach, um, does something disgraceful, like beats up a black guy. If you want to continue on this racist path, or does Enjoy. something horrible. Okay, well they do they do something to, um, you like an extreme example, and yeah. uh, you kind of realize hey. I used to think like this person. Now I see them doing this. Uh, maybe I should change the way I think. Is that, and a follow up to that is, does thinking, and the lens you view the world through correlate? Boom, deal with that. Do you that? I didn't quite catch. you repeat that. Yeah, I can. So. <laughs> does the the way you think and your your thought process uh is that correlated with the lens that you view the world through does one affect the other or are they forever linked uh
1: it's it's a it's a back and forth for sure Because um, you can like think your way into believing certain things, but your beliefs also drive your thoughts if that makes sense
0: yeah, I would say so
1: yeah. So you can you can definitely have that sort of situation. So that's like a huge, huge uh, crisis for for people in their adolescence, like their teenage years or whatever, because they view the world in idealistic terms. Like this is how things should be, and this is why this is how we can make things different and super awesome. And then uh, they see things like let's say they had their coach who they idolized and thought they were a really great person, and they find out they did something horrible. So it's like, oh. Do I reject this person entirely, or do I be like, "Oh, this person's a good person. They just did this one sort of bad thing," and that's something that's like really hard to negotiate for people, and they're like teens and early twenties and stuff. I think sometimes I, I struggle with that a little bit too, but it's uh, it's interesting, um, and you can definitely have those those
0: things shape how you how you believe in the world. So and does that go along the lines of your perceived? sense of self versus your kind of actual self and the example i'll use there is uh, a fat guy who used to be very thin gained weight quickly and thinks that he's still hot shit to kind of or a chick actually would be a more appropriate example male or
1: female i think it works
0: for both okay <laughs> well, I, we've exhausted our time here on grill and cheese. I think, uh, I don't know if there was a true winner on that one, but I felt I was a little harder on cheese coming hot and heavy with the questions. Uh,
1: I think I totally, totally did not get grilled there. I think I am still a fully formed block of cheese right now. Oh,
0: I, well, I'm going to turn the heat up and try and melt you down into a thin paste. <laughs> Bring it on. All right, well, this has been a conversation with Cheese and the Tugboat.